Hey there guys, it's been I think a few months since I did my last episode which is kind of bad and I sound kind of bad right now because I'm ill I've got like a cold and then coughing I've got another particular thing wrong with me that I'm not going to discuss on here because it wouldn't be a very wouldn't be appropriate <laughs> But yeah, what's been going on in my life you may ask? Um, not a lot really, apart from the fact that, well basically to give some context, me and my partner we have pet pigeons along with a ferret as well, obviously we keep them separate because that's a recipe for disaster, you know, right away. But yeah, we recently let... Um, the pigeons out after four months of having them in an apron. But the trouble is is that they won't go in when it gets near like four PM or later than that because there's cats around the area that that I live in. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, it's not funny because I mean so f I mean the past two nights now they, they haven't gone in and They've, I mean, they've. I think they've survived through it. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> tricky. I'll say that much. It's tricky. And the only pigeon that is currently in my place now is um, well, it's the first pigeon we ever had. And he's very, very cute and tame and beautiful. His name is Pedro. He's currently in. The ferret's indoor cage. Obviously, the ferret is not in it because that would be bad. She she is um in the hutch outside. This is a riveting podcast, isn't it? <laughs> it's because I don't make notes or anything like that, you know. In terms of like YouTube drama, I don't think there's any at the moment. There's all the only YouTube thing I found out recently is that Tanner Mojo is um dating. I think a guy called Jeff Witek, I think his name is. Well, I don't know if that actually is thing. It could be, he could be another, you know, another Jake. You know, another, it could be another Jake Paul situation. But I hope not. That's all I'm going to say is I hope not. But yeah, whether these two will last, I don't know. But they're most likely doing it for just money and views and all that, you know. And it's like, why can't you just have a nice, meaningful relationship and not do it just for monetary value, you know, that kind of thing. I've also got into watching a lot of uh, Connor Franta's videos, especially his like video podcast, which I really, really like. And he seems like such a deep kind of person, and I like that about him. And he seems very sort of intelligent as well. So, that's always fun. And I'm so excited for something that people may think is childish, considering how old I am. And I'm 33 years old currently. But I ordered a... <laughs> I ordered a, a cuddly toy plushie 
it's basically a orca killer whale, even though they're technically not whales, they're actually part of the dolphin family, believe it or not. I think they're a bit of a bit of everything, that's how I would describe it. And it looks so so cute. I mean it hasn't turned up yet. It's still uh travelling through the USPS uh network. Um if you can hear that noise in the background, that is uh, Pedro, the tame pigeon I just mentioned. He's he's very happy. <laughs> he's indoors when he isn't actually meant to be. In, he's not meant to be indoors, really. But the the thing is, is that we had him indoors for like a full year before the other pigeons turned up, because they were bought for my other half's um, birthday along with the ferret as well. And, I mean, the ferret, she's... I mean, her name's Munchkin. The other pigeons, they don't have names, really. Um, but, yeah. But the ferret's called Munchkin, and she's, I think, seven or eight months old now, maybe nine months old. She's hilarious and quite cute. Well, up until she bites you then that's not fun at all. It really, really fucking hurts when a ferret bites you. A few months back, I mean, she bit my other half's uh, big toe and made it bleed. So I had to play, like, you know, nurse or whatever and tend to it for him. She hasn't done it since, so she hasn't, like, drawn blood on any, any anyone else. I think she's getting a bit more chilled out around me, especially. I mean, she still sort of bites a little bit. But I think it's because she gets overexcited, if anything. I should do the cute thing where she'll, like, sort of... <laughs> try and go around, um... Like, my shoulders, sort of thing. Which is kind of cute, even though I'm terrified she's going to, like, bite into my neck like a freaking vampire. And yes, I do like vampires. Don't get me wrong, I've even written a book recently about... Um, about... Uh, vampires. My first ever book, which is on Amazon right now. And I'll put a link to it in the description of this episode. When I've uh, put it up, you can check it out for yourself. It's not perfect, like I said, because it is my first ever book. So forgive me if... And, it, and it's not very long. It's got like nine chapters, I think, overall. But, you know. And it was originally on three separate stories. Like, it's been combined into one, basically. So it makes one big story. And, I mean, the next story I'm currently writing, I'm writing on Wattpad. That's basically how my stories start out. And then I send them off to somebody on, like, Fiverr, which is a fantastic platform to edit and proofread if they're within my uh, budget range kind of thing. Because some of them are bloody pricey, I'll be honest. It's insane. I'm guessing, you know, depending on what level they are, it makes sense, really. But yeah, this next door I'm working on, I mean, I don't know, I'm, I don't, I'm kind of running out of ideas, really, of what else to add to it. I've only done two chapters so far. It's about a guy who's a hacker, and him and his next-door neighbour, they've been talking on only online for three years. And in the story, it's basically when they meet in person. And she thinks she... As far as she and as far as the girl's concerned, you know, he doesn't know that she knows that he's a hacker. But in fact, he does know that she knows, kind of thing, because she 
she basically found it through a friend of his. It's all very complicated. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to carry the story on. That and I get writer's block very easily. <laughs> um, I mean, when I wrote the, um, the, the first of the three vampire stories, I mean, that was back in 2014. And, uh, I don't know, I just had more imagination back then. Plus I was single, so. And it was technically fan fiction of me and Damon Salvatore um, from a very popular TV show called The Vampire Diaries. And I love that show to death. I, and I love Damon Salvatore to death, I'll be honest. He's absolutely stunning to look at. Even now, I mean, I mean the actor, I mean, and he's like, I think in his 40s. He looks still really, really good. And so does Paul Wesley as well. And so to, to me, the whole cast is attractive. But I will admit that the woman who plays Caroline, when she cries, I mean, it just doesn't look good. I don't want to sound mean, but some people have got a very ugly cry. She's one of those people. But apart from that, she's great. And she's got a fantastic singing voice as well. As does the woman who plays um, Bonnie. It just kind of sucks, you know. I mean, I don't know if it's true what I've heard about Julie Plec being I think racist but that can't be true necessarily because otherwise she wouldn't have hired a black woman to play um Bonnie that's the thing I don't understand but I don't know maybe there's like a spectrum of that kind of thing anyway I don't want to get onto that topic but yeah I love the Vampire Diaries it's a fantastic show and my god the people that play Damon and Stefan are very very different in real life compared to their characters like Paul Wesley is hilariously funny in real life. He's so, so different. Stefan, it's insane. And, and of course, he would like to play... He likes playing the darker version of Stefan, you know, Ripper Stefan, because, um... I mean, in my opinion, I think Ripper Stefan is kind of more interesting than, you know, the, the good behaviour version, you know? But that's just my opinion anyway. Much, he's much more fun and interesting. And Nina Dobrev, I mean, where do I start with her? I mean, she's, she's a fantastic actress. The fact that she plays, like, technically five different characters, I think, in, and also in different time periods in the show is really, really interesting as well. It's really incredible. And you genuinely kind of forget, even though you know it's her, that it's her playing Elena and Catherine you know and as the seasons progress if you've seen the show it gets so much more complicated than that <laughs> I'm sure 90% of you have probably seen the show I mean I love it I haven't watched it for a while I might watch it maybe I might start watching it again um, next year maybe I mean I can watch it any time technically because I bought the whole season the whole show on. Um, I bought it on YouTube you know, the current show I watched was a show on Netflix. It's called You. And, God, where do I start with that show? Good God. I mean, the third season, I mean, I was very excited to see it. And I had every right to to have been excited because um, it's fucking wild. I'll tell you that. It is absolutely insane. And I cannot wait for season four, even though I'm going to have to because it's gonna, probably not going to come out till next year. But some people got, I mean, their theories as to what could happen 
in season four. Like, I mean, there's already been like I think a bit of a time jump with Joe's son. If you well, if you've seen, you know, the end of season three, then you'll know what I mean. I'm not gonna say any more than that. But I mean, it would be in. It, it, I mean, people are saying that they want love back, but I'm like. I mean, she. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Victoria Pedretti. I think she's the next best thing in terms. She could be the next like Nina Dobrev, and many other really, really fantastic actresses out there. She could be on that kind of level, in my opinion. She's really, really good, especially in this particular season, it, and especially in. I mean, she's great in the whole, the whole that whole, this whole season, but especially in terms of facial expression acting. She's really, really good, especially in the last episode, um, episode 10. I mean, good God. It's just, you can see that, you know, due to her interaction with Joe, that something's gone off in her head, you know. It's like it's like a bomb suddenly going off, something snapping, without her even saying anything, and it's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> She's going to kill you. But yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything else. But yeah, she just... She's such a sweetheart in real life. I mean, the actress, she's such a lovely woman and her laugh is kind of funny. She's got like a stoner laugh, which makes sense because she smokes weed. But she probably smokes it in a medicinal sense of the word. Because I think she has ADD or ADHD, one of the two. So, yeah. And there are, I think there were rumours that her and Dylan Arnold, who plays Theo in this um, show, who is 19 years old, the character, but in real life he's a year older than Victoria Pedretti. He's 27. She is 26. That they're dating in real life, but, I mean, I don't know if they are, to be honest. I mean, it's no, no one's business really, but, you know, once again, if you're in the public eye, what do you expect? But yeah, it's a you is a fantastic show, even though it's very fucked up in many ways. <laughs> but it's one of those shows you just can't help but watch. It's like I love it as much as several other shows. Like I love it as much as The Vampire Diaries and also Bates Motel, which I haven't seen for a while, which is also fantastic. And I also love what else do I love? Daredevil, awesome show. And I had seen the original, like, film version of Daredevil, but I didn't even like it very much, to be honest. But I think that's probably because I saw the Netflix version first <laughs> of the show. But I think even if I hadn't seen it, and I'd watched the show after, I think I would have still preferred the show. But that's just me, you know. In my opinion, Charlie Cox was born to play Daredevil slash Matt Murdock. He just does it so, so well. And I had no idea he was British in real life. And I was like, wow. But if you listen carefully, I think it's in season one. He obviously hasn't got the American accent quite down yet. You have to listen very, very carefully when he listens, when he says certain words. He does sound, his British accent does peek through a little bit. And it's absolutely the same with um, Freddie Highmore, who, play, who played Norman Bates in Bates Motel. He's British in real life too. And there's just certain things that... Are, like if, they yell, if he's yelling or something that you can still hear the British come through a little bit even though he's playing an American character but it, I love I kind of love that about both of them they're just 
they're such good actors to pair with them. They're really, really good. Anyway, I can't think of anything else to talk about now, so <laughs> I don't know what this podcast episode was. It's just me talking rubbish, really, as always. But for those of you who, you know, listen and have been listening for as long as you have, um, thank you, you know, for listening to me. I mean, I'm still going to be doing more podcasts, podcast episodes. But anyway, I'm going to go finish off my coffee and whatnot. I hope in the next episode I will be a bit better, but we'll have to see. And I hope all of you have a great Christmas and a happy new year. Bye. Thanks for listening.